The problem with mutual funds is every quarter, they're constantly buying and selling. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I wanna welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. This is Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman and Silverman and Associates because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Love that slogan. It certainly applies. We are all different Everybody, there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to retirement planning. That's why it's so important you talk to a certified financial planner professional like Mark Silverman about your situation and have him help you design a plan. The number to call to make that happen is 520-333-7601. Call or text. You can get started with a 20-minute complimentary introductory phone call with Mark Silverman about your situation. Again, that number is 520-333-7601. Call or text. Mark, let's talk about mutual funds. Mutual funds have long been the most popular way for people to invest, but that landscape is changing. So let's discuss, first of all, what percentage of your clients own mutual funds in one form or another when they first came in to see you. Well, and I don't think mutual funds are a bad investment. I mean, they've been around a long time. This is primarily what we sold when I started this business out of college in the 90s. So, you know, there's been a lot of different types of different mutual funds. But I would say as far as clients that I meet, people I meet with that have mutual funds, I would say quite a few. I would say the majority of people have some funds, maybe all funds, some might have uh, some funds mixed with some, you know, bonds and equities, et cetera. But, you know, mutual funds has kind of been the staple for most firms to work with, whether they're in their 401k or they're working with their broker, you know, but mutual funds are are very popular these days. Okay. Explain expense ratios in mutual funds, if you would. What is that and why is it important to understand? Well, expense ratios is the expense of the fund. So the fund has different different expenses and some funds are more expensive than others. Typically, and I'm saying typically, stock funds are more expensive to manage than bond funds. International funds are more expensive to manage than domestic funds. So it really depends on the fund and the fund family. Some are more expensive than others. You know, Vanguard is typically known as a lower cost provider, whereas, you know, you might have another fund family that that's that might be higher. So it just depends. You really have to understand that. You know, Morningstar is a good resource to find if, uh, expense ratios. When clients come in and we analyze their portfolio, we'll look at what their expense ratios are. And it shouldn't just be based on expense ratios, but that's a big part of it. You know, if you're you know, paying two or 3% in expense ratio on a fund, that's quite expensive. You know, most mutual funds should be around 1% or, you know, ones that we use here in our firm are actually quite a bit less. So it just depends on what, what you're paying for versus what you're getting. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with the one and only Mark Silverman, certified financial planner professional at Silverman and Associates. And we're discussing mutual funds. If you would explain loaded mutual funds, what are they? What do front load, back load, and no load mean? Well, these were very popular in the, I would say, 80s and 90s. They still exist today, unfortunately, in my opinion. But front load is you pay a percentage up front. You know, usually it's like five and three quarters percent of your money. So you put $1,000 in and, you know, 5.75% of that is going to the firm and to the advisor, et cetera, as a commission. Not a great way to go, but there's also what we call, there was what's called backload. I don't think those still exist. 
a lot of fund companies have gotten rid of those. But basically, you put your money in. It's not charged up front, but you have a higher expense ratio. And if you get out over a certain number of years, it's charged. There's also level load, which is what we call a C-share. And a lot of advisors still use those. You typically pay 1% up front to get into it, and it has a higher expense ratio forever. So you typically have a 1% charge on top of the expense ratio. So those could be quite expensive. You're probably 2 3 4% in some cases, depending on the fund. And then there's no load, which don't have any load, which you would buy directly from you know, certain you know, vanguards, et cetera. Um, and then there's also, I'll mention this, there's institutional share classes. So when we use funds, and we're not a huge mutual fund user, we do use them in certain cases. But when we do use them, we'll use an institutional share class, which is usually the lowest cost way of owning a fund. And that's because we don't charge commissions here. We don't work on a commission basis, we're fee basis. So we don't charge commissions where, you know, when these pay, these things are charged to the mutual fund company, some of that revenue is passed on to your advisor, to their brokerage firm, et cetera. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. And of course, uh, you can go to the website if you'd like to find Mark online at savingwithsilverman.com. That is savingwithsilverman.com. And the phone number, 520-333-7601. You can call or text. I'll give you that number again in just a moment here. We're talking about mutual funds. And Mark, uh, here's a big one for you. What are some of the tax issues that mutual funds can create? Well, the problem is, so if you own a stock or a bond, you don't have any, they're not buying and selling. If you're holding it and you're, you know, you you might have dividends and interest that accumulate from those, which are which are typically not a major tax issue. The problem with mutual funds is every quarter they're constantly buying and selling. So there's capital gains and there's dividends and interest, all these different things that are going to be offset every quarter, whether you do anything or not. So tax-wise, they're not super efficient. If they're in your 401k or IRA or Roth, etc., they're not an issue because you know, you're not paying taxes on that. But to hold in a taxable account, mutual funds tend to not make a lot of sense, in my opinion, for most of them, unless they could be tax managed or tax efficient. And there are some mutual funds out there now that are tax managed and tax efficient, but majority of them are not. So, you know, you just need to understand it. You know, it's not what you make, it's what you make after fees and taxes. So you really have to look at everything uh, combined when you make your decision of what you're investing in. Should mutual funds be eliminated altogether? I think there's a place for them. Um, Certainly, in my opinion, loaded funds and the higher expense funds, I think should be eliminated. You know, like I said, you know, we don't get any revenue from mutual fund companies where you're if you're a broker selling you a mutual fund and they're getting and they're paying and you're paying a fee, which typically you don't see it's it's not very transparent, but you don't see it. it comes out of the expense ratio. The firm and your advisor is getting a kickback. We don't work that way. We don't get paid by any of, of these uh, mutual fund companies. We don't get any kickbacks. We get only our revenue from our clients. So it's a kind of a way of hiding fees. So a lot of people tend to use them still. I think ETF exchange traded funds are a better way to go. They're one, they're typically less expensive. They're more transparent. You know what you own. They're certainly more tax efficient. And there's more and more ETFs coming on the market. So we tend to use more ETFs in our practice than we do mutual funds. Um, But we do still have some mutual funds in certain cases. But I think ETFs, in my opinion, is a better way to go. Okay, Mark, uh, how often, if at all, these days, do you incorporate mutual funds in your clients' portfolios? We do it on a small, small case. I mean, 
where we need diversification, they're very good for smaller dollar amounts. When you want to get diversification, we can use mutual funds. I use a series of mutual funds in my practice that's not typically available to the public. Uh, they're institutional share classes for one and two. You have to be approved in order to offer them to people um, and they're fee-based. So we don't, we don't uh, get any kickbacks from this mutual fund company, but they do a great job of diversification and they're pretty unique and a lot of boutique investment firms use their stuff and have used their philosophy, which is, I could go on for an hour about what they do, which is different than what everybody else does. Uh, although there are companies trying to emulate what they're doing because it's become pretty popular. But, you know, I don't use a lot of mutual funds, but um, in certain cases we will. And if we do use them, they're not loaded funds like you typically are going to find. Um, like I said, we, we we primarily use a lot of ETFs, individual securities in our practice. Well, you've certainly shed a lot of light on this whole discussion. We've been talking about mutual funds here on Saving with Silverman. And Mark Silverman offers a special 20-minute complimentary introductory phone call. And uh, Mark, how does that work? And uh, how often do people actually call you and do that and then end up coming into your office to talk about things further? Well, I mean, basically what it is, it's just the first step in, in meeting. I'm not here trying to offer you some free, you know, uh, fact sheet about or illustration on why this annuity is the latest and greatest and, and that sort of thing. I'm not here to try to sell you anything. What it is, I'm looking to build relationships with people that I can help. And I try to help everybody I can. But that being said, that doesn't mean I can, everybody's a good fit for what we're doing. You know, our personality's got to match and, and we've got to make sure we're all on the same page. But we don't know that until we have a conversation. So this is just an opportunity, whether you call or send us a text. We'll arrange a time to get together for 20 minutes on a phone call where I'll be able to answer some questions that you have. I'll ask you some questions. And if we're all on the same page and everything makes sense, I'll invite you to come into the office for what we call an introductory meeting where we'll get more in depth and more into the weeds, if you will, about our process and how we work with clients and how we help with clients, which I can tell you is a lot different than anybody else on the radio that I've heard. Again, we're not here to try to sell you. It's not you come in one meeting and then you leave and you've bought an annuity or something like that. It's not about that. We spend a lot of time with our clients and really try to put a plan together for them. And what I mean a plan is a financial plan and go through all aspects of your financial life to really understand. We do financial life planning is what it actually is to understand what's important to you so we can build a plan that's going to get you there. Um, and so that's really what it's about. It's about doing the right thing. You know, Tucson's my home, born and raised here, and I treat people like I like to be treated. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. 
All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.